Chairman Caleb I'm proposing that the city of Spokane Valley issue a proclamation stating that our city is a Second Amendment sanctuary city. Welcome to the fire. Welcome to the fire. Hello, Christian Patriots. Welcome to Church and State, where we strive to plug you into the pew and plug you into politics. I am Pastor Gabe, and with me as normally is Caleb Collier, and uh, he is on vacation this week, and uh, we pray he comes back energized, because this is, this is a day that we live in that is just absolutely phenomenal. Christ is on the throne. Klaus Schwab is uh, being torn down. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that the, uh, the Illuminati do not have anything on our Jesus Christ. But we have today a unique, I pray you share this episode. Um, we have some missions oriented conversation going on today. A good friend of mine, Rob Graham down in, uh, down in up in Alaska is going to be joining us along with Christina Phipps. They're going to be talking with youth with a mission, um, a way that your young person, college age, High school graduate could be connected and on the mission field for a six-month program up in the great, beautiful state of Alaska. Um, quite an adventure. But before we go there, I want to send you to our website. Please go to churchandstate.media. Go there, check out all of our sponsors. One that you can really, really uh, sink your teeth into. I got uh, some silver right here that I've received from Andrew Sorcini at Beverly Hills Precious Metals. Go to bh-pm.com Beverly Hills Precious Metals Exchange. Those of you who are getting ready for the oncoming uh, onslaught to your 401k, those of you who have invested all your hard-earned money, you can actually go talk to the people at Beverly Hills Precious Metals Exchange. They will physically talk to you about a way you can convert your Roth IRA. Those of you who are deeply invested in the stock market, I'm not saying pull all of your assets out, but there's a way for you to pull out a good amount, like 20% and have a physical cushion to be ready for what is coming. Um, I don't think it's the end of the world. In fact, it's the beginning of the world as far as there's a great revival coming. But I think that you all know that the stock market is going to be hit in such a very severe way, uh, including our dollar. You can see it every single day having less and less buying power in the supermarket. So do everything you can. The Bible says, be prudent, be wise. So Go talk to those guys. Andrew and his team, they'll physically talk with you. They'll show you a way without having to be tax burdened as far as touching that I, uh, IRA or that 401k. You can convert those precious, excuse me, those those hard-earned uh, investments into something that is much safer, physical gold. I'm not talking about a piece of paper, physical gold and silver. They advise you to get about 20% of your net worth and have that ready to go um, and and protected. So uh, above all things, know this, Jesus Christ is on the throne, but we have to be wise. A lot of people say, hey, Gabe, why are you trying to take people's money? I'm not trying to take people's money. Yes, it does help church and state when you guys um, talk to Andrew and his team, but more than anything, when you do this, you're, you're not taking your money, you're protecting your money. Um, so with that, uh, let's talk with our guest. I'm, I'm so glad this morning. Um, I, when it was in Tulare, got to meet this man. There's a picture, Chris, if you could pull up this picture and this is, this is one of the best ways it'll be, it'll, if you don't have it right away, 
it is cold in Alaska and I don't want to scare everyone away, but I do know this. I want anybody who's sent on this DTS discipleship training school in Alaska that they know that this is not for the, for the, for the weak at heart. This is for the adventurous women or men. And uh, you're going to hear the testimony and we're going to do a two part segment talking about, uh, first of all, probably, uh, how your young person can get connected. So Rob, Christina, are you there with me? Can you hear me? We're getting them unmuted here. Are you there? Yes, we are. Welcome. Thank, thank you so much. All the, you know, thank you so much for being here with us. I'm in Washington State, and you're way up there in Minto, Alaska. Correct? We're we're actually in Healy. We'll be in Minto next week. Okay, so Minto is where a lot of the ministry happens, though. Correct. This is the village that God put on your heart to reach, and. Uh, is this where the discipleship training school will be actively doing ministry in? Uh, we'll be doing ministry in there as a discipleship training school. Uh, the school itself will be located just outside of Denali National Park here in Healy, Alaska. That's where our, our main campus is. Okay. And uh, Christina, welcome to the show. You, yeah, it's good to be here. You are uh, young, but Timothy said, uh, or Paul said, Timothy, don't let anybody despise your youth. Now you are married and you are living up in Alaska. You met your husband on the mission field. And I just want to say to all the ladies and all the young women listening to this show, hey, you too can have that smile. Look at, she's glowing. Rob, look at her. She's glowing. She found, Bible says, and this is one of my favorite verses to share with young people. Because a lot of people say, hey, how do, I, how do I find my spouse? And I say, hey, go ahead, turn to Matthew 16, 18. And then they read it. It says, seek ye first the kingdom and all these things all should be, shall be added to you. And they say to me, well, that doesn't say anything about spouses. Well, what, what is included in the yeah. word all? Everything. Yeah. You seek first the kingdom and then all these things will be added. And, and what's the name of your added? What's your husband's name? His name is Kyle. And it's funny you bring up that verse because um, I had surprised him with our wedding ring getting it in, in gate, or engraved. And uh, it's actually in the, on the inside, it says Matthew 6, first the kingdom. And Ooh. so, yeah. <laughs> so, hey. You two get it. Yeah. I tell that to my son. Um, I have two, two, two kids that are already married and I have some grandkids, but the two that are married, I would always tell them Matthew 16, 18, you seek first the kingdom. And Jesus said all these things, jobs, houses, wives, but just seek first the kingdom. And, uh, those things will be added. And it sounds like that you, you and your husband say his name one more time. I didn't catch it. There was like a Kyle. Kyle. Yeah. His name is Kyle. Yeah. And he, he is, he yeah. is, uh, just, I can tell he's making you glow. How long have you guys been married? <laughs> Uh, just under seven months now. Okay. Yes. Newly married. Rob, they know absolutely Weird. nothing. Rob's got that look on his face. They've just started. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, Rob, tell us, tell us about, um, we're going to get started off by talking about this discipleship training program. You guys go back and forth. You, you to tell, cause I really want to get the word out. You have a certain amount of spots to be able to, um, open to young people. Why wham youth with a mission. Those of you who are on right now, um, I can explain that youth with a mission is an, just an outrageously amazing 
way to get young people onto the mission field. That's how I actually met my wife, Christina. I went, I, I didn't, I didn't meet oh, her. Okay. I actually, I've known her since the second grade, but when I was on a missions trip, Christina with my wife in Rosarito, Mexico, we left from Montana, a little, little base in Montana. And on that bus trip, we broke down and we had no air conditioning. And guess what? She didn't freak out. And out of all the girls that were freaking out, I thought to myself, that's a, that's a keeper right there. Well, and on that missions trip, um, on that missions trip, I actually asked her to be my girlfriend on the way back. We, we stopped in Disneyland in California and I asked her to be my girlfriend. And then when we got back, everybody was freaking out that, uh, somebody I'd known since the second grade. Well, I eventually married her. I have three kids. So that's my testimony on why I'm on a youth with a missions trip. I found out that this, this girl is somebody I could be serious about. She loves Jesus and she doesn't get freaked out when buses break down and air conditioning goes out. Cause you know what, that stuff happens in the real world. So you yeah. two explain it, explain to all of our listeners what DTS is, um, how their young person, um, in their life, whether it's their child, grandchild, uh, whether it's somebody who's listening right now, what, what are they going to have for six months? Go ahead. Yeah. So like, um, Youth with a Mission, the DTS, Discipleship Training School, is a, a five to a six-month program um, that's broken up into two different phases. The first phase is the lecture phase. So they would be here in Denali, Alaska, uh, doing their lecture phase. In that phase, we teach them, uh, first of all, we teach them how to have co uh, quality, quiet times with the Lord. Uh, we teach them how to hear God's voice. We teach them the character and nature of God. We show them the thread through the Bible. Uh, of the blood of Jesus and why he had to die for us so that we can be become believers or become born again. Um, and, and then we teach them spiritual warfare evangelism. We do that for 12 weeks. Then we have a field assignment or an outreach uh, that we have for about two months. It might go a little bit longer depending on where we're going and whatnot. But um, we go and we put that into practice. One of the things that, um, that DTS is, or, or that we anyways believe that DTS is, is it's not just an experience. It's a life transforming um, uh, event that happens in your life that sets you on a path or a trajectory to where you are constantly in communication with God and that you put him first, like you were saying in Matthew 6, like you put him first in everything that you do. And so that's what us as staff, we try to model. Uh, and then on outreach, it really gets modeled because you get tested on outreach. Um, but that's, that's what, in a nutshell, that's what DTS is. But uh, from a, a newer student standpoint, Christina, why don't you tell us kind of more about what DTS entails? Yeah. So like Rob was saying, you know, the three month lecture phase, I know. So going back to my story. So I did my DTS in 2018 in YWAM Kona and uh, it was a medical DTS. And I was actually, I, I had no idea what YWAM was. And so right before, um, so I was in nursing school at the time. And my pastor had come up to me. He's like, hey, I think you should do a DTS. That would be really a good thing. And I was like, absolutely not. I am in nursing school right now. I can't just like give up, you know, my schooling, my career, all these things. And um, the Lord ended up changing my mind in that. <laughs> and I'm so glad he did because he redirected and retook me on a different trajectory. And uh, lo and behold, nobody knew. I mean, some people may have known COVID was going to happen, but God totally used that in my life um, to then staff the year of COVID and then bring me up to Alaska. And so when we talk about how it redirects your life, basically having an intense fellowship with one another, 
also having an intense fellowship with Christ, having that set aside time. We used to joke, it's like a honeymoon with Jesus, <laughs> where it's like you get to know each other so much deeper and on a different level sometime of this intentional personal relationship to the point where you are so surrendered to him that he can change the trajectory of your life, where he can lead you in a different place. Um, and eventually, you know, the Lord will lead you in one way or another, whether it's in your field um, RDTS is focused on medical and on trades construction, um, which is a trap, a part of it. But at the heart of every DTS is who is God and how do I know him? How can I make him known and how can I give him the glory of my life? Um, and so kind of using that in, in whatever sphere he's given you and letting him change and transform you so you can be effective ministers in every field you're in. Yeah, and that's one thing, Gabe, like, you know, people ask me all the time, is YLAM like Bible school? And I say, no, it's it's actually com completely different. I went to Rainbow Bible uh, College in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and I love my time there. I wouldn't trade it for anything. Um, but people ask me, you know, all the time, which one did you like better? And I, you can't, you can't compare the two. Uh, in Rama, I learned a depth of the word that I didn't know before. Uh, and in and in uh, YWAM, I learned an intimacy with Jesus that I never knew before. So it, it really uh, went hand in hand for me. Um, but, you know, kind of the, the heart behind all of our staff members um, and and like I said, with the medical DTS going back to the year 2020 and COVID, uh, you know, we on the Kona campus, we had almost a thousand people on base at the time. And, you know, we we started hearing about COVID uh, in very early January from one of our students because she was a missionary kid actually from China. And she came in one day during one of our prayer sets and she was like, hey, can we pray for China? There's a virus that broke out, yada, yada, yada. My parents said, you know, it's spreading pretty quick and nobody really knew what it was. So of course we were praying about it. Uh, and then all of a sudden, you know, a couple of weeks later, we start hearing about it on the news that this virus broke out and so on and so forth. Um, but at the end of that three months, you know, we were, we were, our school at the time was, uh, I, I believe our school was like 34 students at the time. And uh, we were going to three different locations. We, Christina and I were leading a trip over to Fiji. Uh, and then we had a team going to Peru and a team going to Cambodia. Well, obviously, because Cambodia is in Asia uh, and right next to China, everything started locking down in that area. So we were like, okay, we're going to pull that team and we're actually going to put them in Brazil. And then it hit Brazil and it was like, oh, we're going to pull those out and send another team to Peru. And, and it hadn't hit Fiji yet. So we were still holding on. We we're like, we're going. And uh, anyways, long story short, um, at the end of it, YWAM Kona, because they locked the world down, uh, YWAM Kona decided to, to make the decision to send everybody home. And so out of that entire January quarter, everybody, all the missionaries, all the staff members, everybody, they were all being sent home. And a group of, of the medical DTS came up to us and, and we, we felt the same thing. And they were like, this isn't what we signed up for. Right. Like we signed up to go on a mission trip and, you know, can we, can we go to Alaska with you? And my wife and I, you know, we talked about it. We're like, I mean, we live missions. That's what we do. Yeah. Come on up. And it was hilarious because we called my parents are the pastor of our church. And we were like, okay, we need a place to stay. So, cause we had 12 people from the DTS staff and students, plus my wife and my, my at the time it was my three, three kids that was with me. Uh, my daughter was still at home, but, um, anyways, long story short, I called up my mom and 
And she was like, yeah, but I just want you to know, like, there's nothing on the shelves. Like, there's no groceries. Like, wow. people are buying everything up and on and on and on. And I'm like, all the toilet really? paper's gone. It's COVID. Everybody's bought the toilet paper. I hope you all have a bunch of yellow pages still available. That's right. Well, that's when, that's whenever you buy one of those <laughs> kitchen squirters, you know, <laughs> that, that'll that work. Crazy uh, times. But anyways, my wife and I, we literally, you know, sat down and prayed about it and talked about it. She was like, you know what? I have a ton of rice and beans under the house. We have a bunch of moose meat and yes. the stores is not our, it's not our source, you know, God Come is our on. source. And so I like we, this we did and we came to Alaska and everything was shut down. Churches were shut down. Everything was shut down. But the tenacity of those students and the staff members that we brought up here, they're like, you know what, we're going to start doing an online presence. And so we started, you know, doing kind of like mini podcasts yeah. every day. We started really worshiping and praying together as a team. And then all of a sudden we started going to people's houses and doing house church and Good. and traveling around Alaska and doing ministry and in stores, sending the yeah. students out to go do evangelism in stores. Come and people on. Were, some people were freaking out because you were getting too close to them, but other people were really receptive. Yeah. Yeah. But even like, like Rob was saying, like, I, I didn't even have a pair of closed-toed shoes. And when we were coming to Alaska, it was the last blizzard of the year, negative 30. And I was like, Lord, Holy I need something. And um, literally, right as we got on the bus, leaving Kona, got on the plane, there there were a pair of shoes. I know it sounds weird. A pair of shoes, exactly my size. And everybody was like, oh, who, whose are these? Whose are these? And I was like, they're mine. They're mine now. <laughs> And uh, so literally, like, if the Lord has a plan and purpose for you, no matter how hard it seems physically, he will provide in any way, shape, and form. And that's actually what we're hoping for with this DTS, with this school is, you know, we are a pioneering base. So this is going to be the first base or first um, school of the base. And so there's things we're hoping for. Students are one of them. Uh, We do have some uh, students already but we're hoping for more um, so that they can experience on our, our website. It says adventure with Jesus today. And let me tell you, I don't know how some people look at Christianity or a relationship with Jesus. And they're like, ah, oh, it's just boring because my life has never been the same and never been boring since I've been following. Come Jesus. on. You're, 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 yeah, and I think, yeah, go, go ahead, ahead, Rob, go ahead. No, I was just saying, you know, I, I think that that's one of the things that DTS or at least our DTS really pulls out of people is I can tell you this religion is absolutely boring. Uh, if, if you are if you come from a religious church, uh, it's boring. And honestly, I want nothing to do with that. A relationship with Jesus come is on. an adventure that like I literally said, like I, I was a youth pastor for 20 years. And there's some kids that come in there and they're like, man, like Christianity's boring. I'm like, you're following the wrong Christ then, because there's never a dull moment with us. Um, not saying there's not frustrating moments, but there's never a dull moment. I mean, whether it's, you know, cruising down the Yukon River or, you know, I just got back from the Amazon River in Brazil. Um, that, like there's constant adventure with Jesus. Yeah, the the recent, we're not going to get into the weeds whether or not you like the show, but the show The Chosen, um, it's it's a show about young people. That's, the, you know, Dallas Jenkins was trying to get in the shoes of Peter and James and John, Nathaniel. Um, you know, I love Simon the Zealot. These, these guys who they cast, they actually look a little older than what the disciples would have been. See, these, these guys were in their teens, 
And um, they had been literally saw by the Pharisees and figured the Pharisees at a young age had figured out these guys aren't good enough to actually be Levitical priests. And, you know, not to, not to talk about Rama in a negative way, but the boys who would have made it to Rama Bible college would have been like the Pharisees, but the guys who go out into the woods and I love the show cause they go camping, like they go camping with Jesus. Could you not imagine how cool it would be to go camping with Jesus Christ, the creator of the universe and set up camp? You know what I mean? Sit by the fire be discipled by him to, to all of you, grandfather, grandfathers, grandmothers. This is what Rob's talking about. Your young person has the opportunity to sit and to get to know Jesus. And that's the only way sins are going to fall off. Would you guys agree? Like, it's like, if you have a young person who's struggling with pornography, struggling with alcoholism, struggling with marijuana, drug use, these things, trying to hit those things, those are just symptoms. The real problem is they have not spent time with Jesus Christ, the actual Jesus. They got to be introduced to him. They have to spend time with him. Then these other things are going to fall off. So, um, you, you, what you guys have is an invitation to go backpacking in a sense, uh, serve whatever it looks like with Jesus. Am I, is that, am I painting a correct picture? Yeah. And, you know, kind of, kind of recapping on a little bit, what you said there, Gabe is, you know, going back to the chosen, um, you know, you made a comment, you know, I don't know what you guys think about the chosen, but, you know, kind of went on to that. And, and here's, here's kind of, and it, this might upset some people. I'm okay. With that. I'm, I'm, I usually speak my <laughs> mind. Uh, but here's the thing, you know, like whenever Dallas Jenkins was making that film, remember he was making a drama based on the Bible. And most of the people that I know that criticize the show are wrapped up in religion. Yep. And, and I sit there and go, look guys, like, you know, for me, I've known people who have come to the Lord from that, that series. Yep. And it's because it pulls out not only, what Jesus might've been like, but what the disciples might've, I mean, look at yeah. Peter, Peter's all over the map exactly. in, that, in that series. And how many of us are all over the map? Exactly. How many of us can relate to that? How many of us, like whenever, whenever he stepped out of the boat and he was like, you know, the way that Dallas kind of portrayed it is he was mad at Jesus at the time, you know? And it's like, how many of us have been at that state to where we can sit there and go, but yet he still pulls us up. He still holds us close. And, and what we're trying to do, um, you know, with the discipleship training school is we're, we're, we're trying to set an intimate setting, set a table for these students to come and meet Jesus like they've never met him before. Mm -hmm. And, and here's the thing. We don't just teach theory at our, at our DTS. Mm -hmm. We actually dive in and we go through, uh, inner healing. We go through deliverance. We go through breaking off those chains of addictions with people. We've seen people who have come that, you know, have been wrapped up in alcohol, who've been wrapped up in, you know, drugs, you know, tobacco, everything else. And by the end of the lecture phase, like they're free and, and they're still free to this day. And so, you know, I'm excited about it. And one young lady that was from uh, Germany, you know, she came and she was wrapped up into all kinds of stuff. And today she's free. Wow. That's see God, when he, when he brings these people in, he brings them in wounded. And a lot of people don't understand. We, a lot of young people are carrying wounds. We think that they've been on the earth for 17, 20 years. You know, what could they have actually gone through? What, what, there's no way, you know, older people don't understand. There is a lot that is underneath the surface in a young person. And there's a reason why that they seem disconnected or they seem completely unreached. It's because they, 
you know, you're working with people who we call an unreached people group. There's a part of each person's heart. These young people, there's, there's places that are off limits to God. And what we need is that place to be opened. We need those, those really soft and mushy parts that are actually covered by a wall to be found. And the only way you can find that is actually through struggle. Struggle is, is a beautiful tool. Struggle. Paul talked about when you go through things, perseverance produces fruit. And I, I really want to speak to, um, speak to the issue of character. I think a lot of older people say, Hey, young people don't have character. They don't have character. Well, I actually just think that they haven't been put into the, 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 you know, an iron has to be put into the fire. If you're a blacksmith or if you're a goldsmith, you, you have to put the gold into a hot environment to draw out the dross. Talk about how don't scare people. I don't want to scare people off, but t- talk about how there's going to be character building. Cause you know, some of that carpentry, some of that EMT work, that's, 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 that's buffeting. That's good. Yeah, no. Yeah, exactly. Like, like I, I was one of those young people who was going through all these hard, hard things. My parents had, um, were struggling in their marriage and on the way to divorce. And there were so many things in my heart that I needed healed from past experiences or even just things that the enemy has used in my life to try to entrap me. And uh, going, I was, I was, I would call myself, I was an unengaged Christian. So I was Christian. I was trying to pursue the Lord, but at the same time, I was just, my gears were just not clicking um, properly. And so when I had gone through DTS and going into this, I remember having a moment. I was like, Jesus, when I accepted you into my life, I did not realize the extent of what you were calling me into. And so having that moment of being engaged um, made me the person who God originally designed me to be because I was no longer like, I mean, yes, we're still in the sanctification process. We're going to be there until the day we die. But looking at who I was then to who I am now, I can tell you that one of the most defining moments of my life was the choice of obedience of going and doing a DTS. It's and interesting. that time of uprooting. For some reason, I keep, every time you say the word engaged, the Lord just keeps showing me you allowed him to put a ring on your finger and you became engaged to him. It's interesting. You're using yeah. that term in a different way, but I, I just, uh-huh. every time you say it, you say it in such a way, Christina, that I keep yeah. seeing the Lord saying yes. Cause you finally were in a place where he could propose to you. He could actually be yeah. your, your future spouse, you know, so to speak, to prepare you for what was coming. I, I don't know why every time you say engagement, is that well, fitting? Yes, actually. So I don't know if you can see. So I wear three. There it is. Three rings. Um, So this first one, the biggest one here was actually one that I had gotten. um, So crazy story. So in 2020, when I was staffing uh, that whole year, the Lord was calling me into deeper healing and especially in that area. And uh, when COVID was happening, there was a ring that was placed on a board (laughs) And I was like, Lord, if it's still there in a couple months, I'm, I'm going to take it because nobody, like so many people go through and then COVID happened and everybody got sent home and it was still there the day we were leaving. And I I'm going to pause you. Finger. I'm going to pause you right here. I hate doing yeah. this, but we are literally at the break. And those of you who are listening, there's going to be a part two. I really want everyone to hear the story. She's going to tell the ring story. 
Because yeah. there, there's there's some drama, there's dramatic drama and love in all of that emotion, the romance of Jesus wooing us. So those of you who are listening, you're going to hear part two tomorrow. Those of you on the American Christian Network, please tune in tomorrow to hear Christina and uh, hear Rob talk about everything that's going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's romance. It's yeah. it's absolute beauty. Okay. So I want you guys to hear it. Part two tomorrow, we're going to come back. We're going to hear about YWAM DTS. We're also going to have uh, a way for you to get connected. How can people find you again? YWAM, YWAM Youth with a Mission, Denali.com. We have that posted on the online right now for you to see. YWAMDenali.com. Come check out what God is doing tomorrow. I am Pastor Gabe. Uh, Church and State is brought to you in part by Patriot Church and the Constitution Party. I'm Pastor Gabe, and a calm does not suit me. Welcome to the fire. You do not want to eat synthetic meat. If you if you can grow a meat in a lab, if if you want to go ahead and have Soylent Green on the table, feel free to eat this garbage that Target's trying to throw out. But if you want actual meat that's been freeze dried, it's been then processed by actual human beings, go to griddownchowdown.com. Look, the World Economic Forum has declared a war on red meat. They hate the cows. They hate the cow farts. There is supply chain issues. And uh, for me, you can pry my steak from my cold, dead hands. If you want a meat that's going to last freeze-dried 10 years or more, this is the product you want. I want all of you to go to griddownchowdown.com. Use the promo code Church and State. These are fantastic freeze-dried raw beef. The blood is still in it. You just rehydrate it and add it to your favorite meal and you are ready to go. And remember, the Holy Word of God tells us, for one person has faith to eat all things, while another who is weak eats only vegetables. That's Romans 14.2. MyPillow.com has got more than just pillows. You've got your slippers, your bathrobes. You have towels that actually dry you off, not the kind you buy at Walmart where it's just kind of a slick mess. Uh, they have got some of the best products out there. The sheets are uh, absolutely incredible. I think it's a thousand count. It's it's the best products you can buy. And the pillows even have silencer technology in it. And so if, if you need a day where you're just going to scream into your pillow, don't worry, your neighbors won't hear you. Why would you want to go to Bed Bath & Beyond? First of all, they're out of business. You want to go support an American-made product, go to MyPillow.com. And then you're also supporting one of the nation's most, I would say, Jesus-filled and a company that is completely, completely built on the gospel of Jesus Christ. So you're getting a two-for-one there. You know you want a good night's sleep for years. You, you're, you're, you're tossing, you're turning. Just go now. Go to MyPillow.com. Use promo code Church and State. C-H-U-R-C-H-A-N-D-S-T-A-T-E. That's Church and State. The doctor that I recommend for all of your needs is the underground clinic doctor, Dr. Troy Spurl. Because Dr. Troy is the best doctor bar none. You know, this is the great thing about officialsignups.com is it's in all 50 states. You don't have to be in, in Michigan or Minnesota. You can be in Hawaii, you can be in Florida, and you can find a doctor that you can trust. If you are still wearing a mask, if you have rolled up your sleeve and gotten all the jabs and all the boosters, then official signups is not for you. You want to go find the, one of those big pharma doctors that'll give you all the prescriptions you want and you can live a very sickly life well if you're looking for a, a doctor for yourself or maybe even a doctor for your family 
or a doctor who's not going to push vaccines on you, you want to go to officialsynapse.com. You for sure need to mention church and state when you go to officialsynapse.com to take part in all the savings, all the great deals for you and your family. With the rise of the BRICS nations, uh, you've got a lot of nations that are gathering together and they're all doing a gold-backed currency. The United States is not, and uh, the petrodollar is starting to fail. And my suggestion to all of you would be to get behind gold and silver because that is the currency that is always going to have value. I might not be a gold or silver guru, but I want to have something tangible in my hands at the end of the day. So I would definitely recommend every one of you go to BH pm.com all you got to do is look around and see that the price of of everything is increasing gold and silver is on the rise it's being artificially suppressed you want to schedule a consultation right now so that your families don't end up in the bread line and you're saying please sir can i have some more stop waiting what are you waiting for four years from now prices are going to be absolutely astronomical go to bh-pm.com get a consultation now you definitely want to mention church and state it will get you the best prices it will get you the best consultation advice use church and state when you go to bh-pm.com this was sacred to god now this is exactly why i need some action for my people hello everybody it's an honor to be with you 